Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another visitor. Stay a while. Stay forever. This is the Boop Show episode, not that one, 141 <laughs> for June 17th, 2017. <laughs> Still had the uh, I still had the film sack spreadsheet up, so I was about to assign nice. it a much higher number than would have been appropriate. Interesting. Well, we did skip a few because we've had a few uh, E3 things, right, as well. Yeah, been a lot of stuff. So uh, I, this happens every year, so I don't know how sick of it people are yet if they are or they aren't. But <laughs> every year when E3 happens, uh, Patrick, uh, Bejan, and I over there at the Pixel Show, we get together and do a lot of reporting back and forth. And now that Brian's on the Boop Show with me, he was able to be a big part of a bunch of that. And uh, we had John Jagger there as well when he could. And we had a blast. It was really fun. So much fun, except for that PC thing. It was still fun. Oh, no, that was terrible. That was awful. I mean, it was fun. Right. Fun, but hard. There you go. I don't know. (laughs) What are we talking about? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) E3 was was a thing that happened. It just ended, technically, with the show floor part. Um, But for us, the... The major conferences and things ended like Tuesday, Tuesday uh, with Nintendo's report. Um, I don't know how much of that we want to follow up on because I think Patrick and I did a pretty good job of covering all of that. So oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think we need to. However, uh, it does, it does. I think need to be said that um, this was was an interesting year, don't you think? Like overall, kind of a a, a mixed bag of of expectations, game announcements, hardware stuff. Right. Um, For a year not full of any new real forward steps and hardware, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was pretty exciting. Yeah. And for those of you who are now mad because Brian said that because you're Microsoft fans, we don't we don't mean to say that the that the the, the Xbox nice. One X is, you know, not a good hardware advancement. It is. It totally is. But My, it's not a next generation thing, right? It's not like those huge leaps we get. No, it's like a one point five. It's like right. the it's like the pro but better. Definitely better. Like I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If someone wants to give me that hardware, I'll take it. I, I would love to play around with an Xbox One X. I think true 4K gaming and the promises of that device are are awesome. I think it sounds really great. Um, and the more I've thought about it, doing kind of spec comparisons uh, to what you would need to, to, you know, build yourself if you wanted something equivalently outfit like that device, you'd pay a right. lot more than five hundred dollars. So I don't even oh, yeah. think the price is that bad. It's just my my bigger problem was I was compelled very little by the games that were shown. Mm. And a lot of people have taken me to task for that and saying, well, hold on a minute. You Sony people call me Sony fanboy, which is funny because I, <laughs> I have plenty of, I have plenty of dumb things to say about the PS4 Pro, by the way, which I do not think is right. worth buying. Um, but uh, we just haven't talked about it very much. So it's, you know, maybe they don't have that to compare I- it to, but. Yeah. I'm never really excited about those 0.5 releases. They always seem like a good idea at the time, but it's it's real hard to convince me. However, with that said, I would love either one of these pieces of hardware. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh, it's hard to know, justify the cost. It's hard. It really is. Yeah. Well, and again, what could have pushed me over the edge is if they came out with a game that I could only get there and that would have been so incredibly compelling. Now, some say, some say, and I've had a lot of feedback during the week saying, well, Anthem might be the one. And that game is a third-party game that will be on everything, but it will really shine there. Mm. And that may be the case. I mean, it may just be so good on that platform specifically that that it just dwarfs everything else. So I guess time will tell. But I I, I can't be a pre-orderer in this case. I've got to wait and see. Right. Um, without without exclusivity, yeah, uh, it's hard to say that you're in one camp or the other on these consoles. And since Microsoft does not have as many consoles in the field as the PlayStation, it's hard to get game developers to say, we're going to go exclusively with your console. Because it's 
limiting their distribution. Right. So and, yeah, and they aren't There's investing. Of, they're not investing in their own first party anymore the way they used to, which is which is right. my main complaint. You know, the best stuff coming out on Sony consoles are companies that are either highly aligned with Sony, like Insomniac Games and others, or Sony themselves with their own studios that they own, uh, pumping out things like the Gears of War or the uh, sorry God of War sequel and others. So, you know, they they planned ahead for that a bit, and Microsoft doesn't seem as invested in that. Right. Um, it's, They've got a different business plan entirely. I guess so. Uh, I I just I think it's just we need that thing to come out. I want to see some teardowns and you know hardware comparisons and all of that, and then we'll see. Maybe it's a one point eight step. Maybe it's more right. than uh, a point five jump. But one way or the other, uh, just <laughs> clear that up. People don't. People. <laughs> I did this a lot in the last show, so I don't need to rehash it too much. But it's okay, guys, to have critical thoughts and opinions about these things including you know so i don't i don't think the ps4 pro is worth it my playstation 4 plays games like um what's that one that i just was playing shit right it's it's got the snow it's getting a snow expansion (laughs) i can't think of the name (laughs) the one with the girl and the arrows it's gonna have have snow in it and uh and i can't wait robot arrows robot arrows in there robot uh dinosaurs fighting you what's it called Oh, Ark? Is that no? No. No, it's the new it's the Sony exclusive one. It's it was a huge hit last year. It sold millions of copies and everyone loves it. And it's called I'm I'm Googling Robot Arrow Snow. <sighs> Frick. It just uh, left my brain is all. I don't know why. I love that game and I can't think right. of the name. It's usually not true of a game you love, but it is in this case. Just remember this, dear listener. Uh everybody's uh wants, desires, and needs are different than mine and Scott's, and it is perfectly okay to be very excited about the new Xbox or oh, the new PS. Absolutely. Yeah. They may fit the they may fit you because maybe you didn't purchase into the current generation console yet, and you're thinking now is the time. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's the name. Horizon Zero Dawn, yes. Jeez, Scott. I just it took forever to come out. Anyway. That's the, uh, uh, you know, I play that on PS- PS4. It runs great. I have zero reason to think that that's going to look all that much better for me on a, on a Pro. So I right. same problem with the Pro. Not really, you know, they haven't convinced me. And, of course, if I was buying a brand new PlayStation out of the gate, well, then, yeah, I'd get a Pro. If I was buying a brand new Xbox out of the gate, I'd get a I'd get an Xbox One X. Xbox X. Xbox One Xbox, because that's what you have to buy it box. in. It comes in a box. So when you get it, it's the Xbox <laughs> Xbox. That little, and that little, uh, chart is hilarious yeah i love it isn't that good it's a good one yeah went viral as the kids say smart stuff Mm -hmm. uh played a lot i haven't played a lot of games in the last week's been really busy uh we're building up to nerdtacular in a week and a half and because of that it's kind of kills my game time but i have been playing a bit more eso i've mentioned before i've been into that i think that elder scrolls online is doing a lot of things right and officially since we last spoke here they uh officially anyway have launched the morrowind expansion Previous to that, it was like a, if you were already a, a, a subscriber or, or a player, you could download it early, but now it's out there for everybody. So that's the thing. And it's good. It's really good. Solid stuff. Very impressed. That game is mm-hmm. stupid fun and shouldn't be. I, I feel like they, I don't know what changed. The beta sucked. The launch was okay, but I just got <laughs> bored. I don't know what changed. I don't know what happened. I don't know. so into it now. It's really good. And then uh, let's see what else. Oh, on a on um, a, lot, a lot of Mario Kart in bed <laughs> 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 on my Switch because you, you can right. You can whip that thing yeah. out and just you know fire but it up. That was mm-hmm. that's my know. favorite. That's my favorite thing about the Switch and the Wii U. It also allowed you to uh, you know have your little controller in your hand and well, hop the, in bed. And, yeah, the downside of that though is you had to be within. 15 feet or whatever of a right of a Which, wii u device so you had so if you had to take it to the crapper or something right. sometimes you'd lose your signal no i keep mine in the crapper the whole but thing the, <laughs> i just have it running in the corner yeah it's just in there it's in the yeah hit me some toilet paper oh and what move my console thanks it's funny because I mean, in a lot of ways i think the i think the switch is the natural outgrowth of what they were trying to do with the wii u or maybe moreover it's what people use the wii u for and right. Nintendo's like, well, they're just they prefer this pad. Like this is where they're playing right. mostly. So why don't we just make that the whole thing, and and make that r- removable and and move it around, and then it can still be on a TV if it wants. It's it's more and more becoming kind of a brilliant thing. Um, yeah, I really like Nintendo's conference. I talked about it a bit with Patrick, but I I have, I watched it after it aired live. Um, and the reason I liked it, I shouldn't say conference, their video, right, right, uh, was because they just 
I don't know. I I want Nintendo games in my life. That's all. Like I know I know this is like ooh another Metroid game being made, another uh, Pokemon <sighs> deal. Like I know that they do that. They milk their their right. franchises to death. But I watched that gameplay demo from the Treehouse for the um, Mario game, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey. Jeez Louisus, that looks like an incredible experience. Doesn't like fun. You know what? My favorite part of E3 every year is 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 the constant. Uh, people of awarding honors to yeah. each of these conferences going, oh, well, Nintendo won E3. Mm-hmm. No, Sony won E3. Like, no, on, guys, no one wins any of it. They're just all Nobody there. It. No, yeah. they don't. Like, I have, I have heard from people all week going, oh, I think Microsoft won, hands down. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know who won anything. Because <laughs> to me, you, honestly, if you're going to say who won, I'd, we probably, won. I'd probably argue for Ubisoft, honestly, because they had right. the most interesting lineup, and they ironically are in you know all sorts of financial unknowns right now because of the vivendi deal so <clears throat> video games dude play the ones you want right. to play everyone wants like- to be all tribal about this and there's no point just play what you want to play and be into what you're into and and be critical if you want and have yeah. critical thinking about stuff but someone else disagrees with you it doesn't mean the end of the world it's fine i'll say i, I like phil spencer's take on it it's kind of like hey i'm glad you got a great console. I'm glad you have a great console and you have a great console and great games. Yeah. And this is us. This is us in the marketplace. Let's not compete like we were. Yeah. I think Phil Spencer's cool. I like his, I like his general vibe. Right. Um, I wish he was in charge when the Xbox one was being re- announced. Mm-hmm. I think Don Matrick did a lot of damage to, uh, to, to their chances for this generation. Right. Right. And he left almost immediately and, took a private jet to his <laughs> island or whatever. I'm just going to take a poo and leave. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you guys later. Uh, so I, I, I wish Phil Spencer was the guy from the get-go. Cause I think he's got the right, I think all the things he talks about are the right direction. I think he's got the right attitude, the right leadership. Like it's just a bummer that he had to kind of pick up those pieces when, when right, Matrick right. went, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> you've been playing MX versus ATV Supercross Encore. What year is it? Uh, it's what is it the 2016 I we picked it up at, at GameStop for whatever reason I don't even know I was in a GameStop I'm like why am I in a GameStop I'm yeah. like oh yeah because we went to the Mexican restaurant next door and why not I'm in here let's uh, look at some t-shirts and look oh they got this stupid game that I used to love playing so this is a picked THQ Nordic game and right and it, is it a remake of the old PlayStation 3 it's, Xbox yeah, it's the, 360 game I don't remember right it's like the Encore edition so it's just basically rehashed of of what they already had out there yeah. uh and mostly all i have done is lose a race mm-hmm. and uh keep trying to do these evil knievel uh jump stunts on the back of the field it's like the race is over and it's like we're done mm. and i'm like i'm still playing because you know me i'm not a competitor yeah i like having fun yeah well I, I, so that's what i found some right. reviews for this where'd you get it what platforms this on what'd you get it on? uh the ps4 okay so here's a review from the uh multiplayer.it uh, mm-hmm. uh website their review is like the original version <laughs> mx versus atv supercross encore <laughs> is really boring and the lack of innovation is quite pointless so there's that <laughs> there's that one a, r- a rousing <laughs> review from those people uh critical hit uh says on november 14th 2015 if you can look past the terrible controls, barely opt- optimized visuals, <laughs> useless trick system, and erratic frame rate issues, then MX versus ATV Supercross Encore might appeal to you. <laughs> right. And that's the reason why you can pick it up at GameStop today for a mere $20. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. But you're having it's, fun with it, so who cares? It's not great. Yeah, exactly. I, it, it would just, I really just wanted a, a dirt bike kind of racer that was just... You know, stupid. Just playing around. Kinda, I kind of miss those. I like those kind of games yeah. back in the day. I missed the first one. What was it? Uh, uh, what was the first one Microsoft did? And it was kind of like a sandbox game because you could you could literally race for like a five minutes and then you would just be off the track and what was that you could called? roll everywhere. That had its name. That game was called. Oh, that was the first one I remember. Uh, I Microsoft. Love... Was it a Microsoft game? Yeah, it was Microsoft uh, because it was about the same time as the Monster Truck thing. Remember Monster Truck Rally? Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, they had that as well. And I used to love Monster Truck Madness. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Uh, I wonder if it was called Bike Madness or something. I oh, bet it was. I found the one I like. Yeah, here's Motocross the, Madness. Here's the one I was into. Uh, it was called ATV Off Road Fury. 
Ah, yes. Uh, that was, they made three of those. One in 2001, 02, and 04. I played the original like crazy and loved every damned second of it. And it mm-hmm. had this very open world. You're right about that. That feeling of like, I can go anywhere. I can do crazy can tricks for hours. Decisions. It's a cool, it, it's all physics-y and stuff. That's a great game. Right. Big, big fan. I don't know who made it that. Was, but. Motocross Madness was the one I was thinking of. Uh, for Microsoft's PC and man, I used to play that just 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 ride off road for hours yeah. until you hit to hit the edge. Mm-hmm. And they had this mechanic where you would you would hit an invisible wall yeah. and you would explode with a noise and you would go flying back to the center of the uh, of the map. Oh wow, That's remember pretty, that? I, I kind of do remember that. Yeah, I'm looking at this. It's making me weirdly nostalgic for a PS2 game. Oh. Totally. Yeah. I kinda, that time. That I, was a generation. Yeah. I wonder if I can get this on like, uh, well, you know, Sony sucks at the whole backwards compatibility thing. These are the kind of games I wish I could just go get. Right. Easily. Um, and I'm sure I'd remember some of it fondly and then other parts I'd be like, ooh. You do like we all do. Play it for five minutes and go, meh. You know what this makes me want to do? It makes me just go get Dirt 4. I may as well just buy Dirt 4. Yep. Get it. I like You dirt. don't have Dirt 4? I love the Dirt games. But I didn't buy four yet because it's you know sixty bucks. I'm like I've played every dirt game to death. Do I really want another dirt game? Maybe right. I do. Maybe I do. I don't know. I like dirt. Dirt's great. Dirt. Dirt is good. Dirt. Eat, eat your dirt, everybody. Have some. Have some dirt. <laughs> It is the 80s all over again, everybody, or 70s even. Atari has announced a new game console. What? Yep. Atari CEO Frederick Chesnays. However you say his name. Chesney. He admitted during E327 that the company is working. <laughs> admitted. They make it sound like he was like interrogated and he finally let yeah, them like, spill the beans. Like people are, right, like people are curious. <laughs> hey, man. Are you guys making a console? Well, hey. and these guys, don't forget, this is somebody who bought Atari on the cheap after all that bankruptcy and stuff and... Right. Nobody knew what they were going to do with that, but apparently they're working on something. There's this little teaser video that went up live, and it went up during E3, I guess, and it shows a right. wood panel looking surface, so very you know Atari Twenty Six Hundred reminiscent, whatever. Twenty one seconds. Very teasy area too, because I mean it's, it's just like a f- close flyover of a Twenty Six Hundred, and then some music. Yeah, and then kind of a cool Tron like logo appearing, the Atari logo. It's uh can be found at ataribox.com. That's what they're calling it is the Atari box. Makes sense. He said in an interview, we are back in the hardware business. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking we're back. Yeah. I th- here's what I think they're going to do. It's going to be like the NES Classic. It's some kind of weird retro console. Interesting. No. Thing. I I think it's going to be different than that cuz they said they're going to be using PC components. I think they're going to Okay, let's face it. First of all, let's let's admit one thing. This is not the Atari of our childhood. No, not someone, even close. someone has purchased the brand, and it's, it's changed hands over the years. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to make a uh, you know a console with PC equipment in it that's going to play whose games? Whose games is it going to play, it's Scott? Play Who do you a, think? It's going to play Atari games. <laughs> you think it's going to be Atari games? I do. I really do. Now you're right about them saying the one confirmation we got is it's using quote unquote PC hardware, but that could be anything from just enough to emulate a bunch of old Atari games to this will run modern games, right? It could be anything right. in between those things. So it's entirely possible that they're just making an Atari branded PC like straight up. Right. Or, or this is a device that just is using x86 architecture, but on a very low level so that it can run all their old games on the 5200, 7800, the old Atari 800 computer stuff, the 2600 console, obviously that sort of thing. That's the current theory going around. Now, whether or not that's true, I don't know. But Yeah, I think I think what's going to be is going to be they're going to go, look, hey, here's some independent games that run on PC architecture. Oh, by the way, where we're going to make our money is we're going to sell a bunch of our nostalgia. Yeah. Because that's what this is. It's nostalgia grab, right? Yeah, always is. They want to yeah. get you for uh, combat. Remember combat? Combat. That was the only the only good Atari fun. game ever made. I think right. everything else sucked. Everything else was just garbage. Like the basketball game was a square. The ball, the ball was square, and your dudes were square, and they just ran around, and it's terrible. And the worst Pac-Man port of all time. Of all time. There's all time. No my question. Friend. It's so bad. The artwork. The best part of Atari 
was the artwork on the front of everything. Oh, my. Yes, comic, comic book level uh, illustrations on the front of the cartridges. Yeah, and, and, and they were terrible at adjusting to market conditions. You know, Nintendo comes out with the NES and just blows their freaking minds. Right. And they just how, faltered. They just had a terrible time with that. How early on is this in development? Let's put it this way. If you go to the Atari Box website, all the there's a, about a 30-second, no, a 20-second video uh, subscribing to a mail list and then you have three links for media, jobs, and dev that go to some mailboxes. Yeah. That's it. That's how early this is. It's kind of a load, to be honest. I don't, right. I don't actually know what to expect from this, except hype. something about it feels cheap and weird. It's hype. It's hype, my friend. It is hype. It's definitely hype. Uh, anyway, don't expect, don't expect the Atari box, in my opinion, all that soon. Another news, a new Nikkei report uh, accuses a Konami of blacklisting past employees. Now, the Konami's already kind of in the spotlight, or a little bit of trouble anyway, for letting uh, Kojima go and not really making video games anymore. They're way into the pachinko market in Japan. That's where their money is now, really. Uh, there are rumors of a possible new side-scrolling Castlevania game coming to the Switch, but that's purely rumor at this point. Uh... Anyway, this report is fresh off the presses saying that Konami is blacklisting former employees, making it hard for them to find work outside the company. In the report, it is alleged that Konami director Kemahiko Higashio, I think I got that right? I think you nailed it. Yeah. uh, Declined Kojima Productions application to join ITS Kempo, a health insurance uh, society, a health insurance society. Which uh, services the gaming and internet sectors. Hashigito uh, serves as the chairman of ITS Kempo, and Nikkei mm-hmm. claims that the rejection was done in accordance with Konami wishes. Unquote. There's also a what lot does ta- Konami wish? There's a lot of talk that that uh, Konami's run by the mafia over there, Japanese mafia. But it, yeah, it I don't, sounds I mean, very. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but it sounds very uh, dickish. But I don't want to say that if, in case they are the mafia. Well, Yakuza, right. man, they'll get you. Mm, every time don't don't never if you see a japanese guy with a lot of tattoos on his back (laughs) run (laughs) faster yeah because if i've learned anything from video games and stereotypes (laughs) the yakuza are you tattooed to hell and back right i wonder how common this is in the marketplace how many other companies are jerks like this yeah that just blacklist you is it's but doesn't it have to have some kind of collusion for that to actually work i don't know i had a company who i worked for once that when um, they told me in, in my exit interview, because I had quit. I didn't get fired or anything. I just quit normally. Right. And they said, oh, make sure to put us down for references. If anyone you know calls us, we'd be happy to give you a reference. So I did that. And then when people called, they re- they said all kinds of fake stuff about me, huh. like mean things. And I went, what? Are you kidding <laughs> give me, me? Give me give me, give me, me one. What did they, they say about um, you? I want to know. Oh, well, yeah. The weirdest one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. The weirdest one is they accused me of putting... Uh, foreign matter i think is the words they used in the uh in the water <laughs> the water dispenser thing what are those what? called what are, what are you like the riddler what do you <laughs> <laughs> do you know you know what i mean though the, what are those right. called water what are they called water what yeah the water, water cooler. cooler water cooler yeah. yeah where everyone gets together and talks about <laughs> last night's barnaby jones episode or whatever how do you even contaminate the water cooler because i mean you're put a water if you're put anything into the water cooler i mean you have to like they're made so you have to like put them upside down and you have to like yeah you'd have to do, do it at the time of refilling i guess yeah how would you jam something in there he there i don't remember what that was they even accused me of but it was like I, maybe they he had also me conf- never flushed the toilet they may have had me confused with somebody else like maybe somebody else did something weird right. to the water but it but they kept they kept saying these things these job interviews i was doing i'm like are you freaking kidding me I was like a model oh, we were, employee over there. I don't know what happened. We were we were thinking of Cooter Johnson. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, Cooter took a dump in the water cooler. <laughs> uh, Foreign matter. I haven't heard the term Cooter in a long time. Yo, Cooter, come here. <laughs> Something wrong with my gas hose. Anyways, um, oh Kojima, of course, uh, formerly of Konami fame, now off doing his own thing with his, uh, scan- not Scanner Darkly, what's his new game called? Uh, uh, yes, I dude, like Scanner Dark. Dude though. on the beach, dead whales, holding a baby. I'm from Walking Dead. Your your game descriptions <laughs> may be. They should be on the back the, of the boxes, right? The best things about the boob show. <laughs> they should put it on the back of the boxes. 
new from Kojima Productions. Guy on a beach with dead whales holding the baby thing. <laughs> you won't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, anyway, Konami, they're weird. And yeah. I don't. Apparently the mafia. Yeah, I don't exactly trust them. But uh, no. that doesn't mean people listening shouldn't or that I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about the PlayStation 4 Pro being a nice console, but according right. to Phil Spencer, he wouldn't link it with the Xbox One X. He would say, suck it. Yeah, he would say, suck Not it. Not link it. He says, uh, the Xbox One X is a more powerful system than the PlayStation 4, and this is all true. Everyone's saying it. Third parties are saying it. Even Sony's them- Sony's Sony themselves Sony's. agrees that uh, that thing is a monster. Right in, in an interview right. with somebody over there, they were like, "Oh yeah, that, that's a hell of a piece of hardware," and we agree. But what does Phil Spencer think about the One X and how it may perform? Well, tuck in because here's what he said. Here's a quote. <laughs> he says, "I was listening to my friend Jesse. Wonder if he's ever been interested in Jesse's girl." Jesse's. I hope not. No, I hope not. That would that would not go down well. It doesn't. It never does. Uh, do you know? Mm-hmm. I I've heard the song. Things don't go well for Jesse. No, no. Uh, Jesse and his girl and the guy who likes Jesse's girl. Anyway, Mm -mm. the developer of Ark, by the way. So this is his friend Jesse. From Ark. Yeah, from Ark. And he was talking about the capability of the Xbox One X and what's possible on the Pro. Spencer said this to GameStop in an interview. I think the PS4 Pro is a nice console. I just think it's a different price point and and capability with the Xbox One X. So I don't think, uh, I don't link them together. I agree with you that it's our job as an industry to showcase what hardware can do, whether on the PC or the console space. I'm really happy with the reaction the Xbox One X has gotten. We showcased 30 games, including Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, Ghost Recon, Rocket League, uh, from load times to stable frame rate to resolution, just because of the increased CPU, GPU, and memory of the Xbox. I'm very confident games will look best on Xbox One X. I think he's probably right. It still doesn't. Right. It still doesn't make me want to buy one unless you give me. A, I need some more compelling reasons for my five hundred dollars. That's all. Right. So okay. So is it is it in our gaming nature to compare two consoles to each other without being able to do without being able to take a, a, a real look at a standalone console? I mean, I think I think it would be easy for us to go. Oh, you know, I'm never going to compare the Nintendo Switch the xbox one x right that doesn't it's even just come too in different. my mind sure it's just too different yeah too different but aren't but are they close enough uh isn't the point of both of them to be the highest spec of the current generation console to play you know to be kind of an upgrade to well, what you currently to, have to playstation 4 you mean the 4 pro and the and right the xbox one x yeah I, I, I definitely they're the ones competing here like nintendo can be this weird hangers-on third part you know third option thing and they'll always be that. The way that they end up being kind of a weird wild card is sometimes that ends up being people's second console. So if you right. end up if you end up going, yep, Xbox One X, that's where I want to be. Well, what do you want for your secondary thing? Well, I think I'll do a Switch. That's usually what people end up doing this generation, I think. Right. Um, but I think what you're describing is a human nature thing. We love exactly. to have tribes. We love to have reasons to to stand by our thing. If you like Android, stand great. You like, you like Apple, you like Android, you like Google, you like Microsoft. It's like the same thing. It's the same thing all over, right? This, this really comes down, I think, not even to tribalism. I think it comes down to consumerism. As a consumer, when I am purchasing something, I have X number of dollars, and I have a specific goal in mind. Uh, I want to play video games on my new 4K TV. Uh, am I willing to spend 400 or five hundred, or uh, fifteen hundred, mm, or a, neither on a PC or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like the PC. Here's here's the other people are always like, well, you know, if I was only in the console world and that's all I cared about, my gaming world, I would probably get an Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would be glad I skipped the PlayStation Pro, for Pro, and and I'll wait for the Xbox One X. That's perfectly. That's exactly what I would do. But because I'm heavily invested in PC gaming, like heavily, I've got a super nice video card. Like this machine costs too much money. All those things. <laughs> I, it must play games. Because it has no choice. It has. It's really it's its only job, honestly. Yeah. It's and compelled. and I love PC gaming. And PC gaming is already giving me four to 4K gaming. It's already giving me 
multiple teraflops higher than what the Xbox One X is going to be able to produce. It's already got a better GPU. Like I'm already there. So then it's a harder sell for me. And that's the part I should probably clarify for people is that in that light, it's harder for me to justify the Xbox One X. If I wasn't so invested on the PC side, I think I would absolutely be getting one, even though I still have this chief complaint about lack of exclusives. Right. And and so so it's I am a, I am that particular case. I think there are probably a few of those like me. When I say a few, you know, I don't know what the percentage of actual people are, but there are going to be people out there who are like, yeah, I love my Windows box. Why would I do this? I mean, I'll, I'll every game they showed. I'll be able to get on the Windows Store or Steam or somewhere else, right, and right. I, and I'll be playing Anthem in all of those glorious uh, resolutions and frame rates and everything. So you're me getting an Xbox is almost like redundant. Why would I need it? Right. And, and the only reason to get a PlayStation isn't for the power either. What's my reason for getting a PlayStation? Well, because they have some games I'm never going to play anywhere else, and they're good. <laughs> I'm going to get Uncharted. I'm going to get Horizon. I'm going to get God of War. I'm going to get those games I can't buy somewhere else. So there's my motivation for that. So if you tell me there's a $500 box that I can also get on this already invested in PC, why do I care? Why, why is okay. This is this. There's so many facets to this conversation because Phil Spencer absolutely has the right to go. Hey, look, we're not trying to compete in that marketplace. No, even though we are. No, I mean, they are, but they, but he's right to say it because they're right. getting to, this is a premium product, which he said on stage, like, they're not playing around here. They're like, you know what? This is a, this is an ex, a more expensive, higher-end solution for those who want it. I totally right. respect that. That's great. Absolutely. What is $100 when you're talking about four and $500? What is, it's, it's not. What really I mean, is, it's not that big a deal. It's nothing, right? So the, it's a video game, right? The Maybe same, two? But see, I'm having the same problem with the PlayStation 4 Pro. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying that for the same reason because they're not really giving me a reason to. Right. Sony's been bad at telling Sony. Let's t- let's yell at Sony for a minute. They've been horrible at telling me why a four pro is my future. Right. I, they've given me no compelling reasons and they, they can say, oh, it's enhanced for this game is enhanced. No, it's not. I've seen them side by side. There's very little difference between most of it. It's the worst half step ever. So yeah. so Sony is not is, getting my money either. Is this worse than the 32 bit? extender on the sega <laughs> the 32x yeah uh no because that at least if you do the i mean you're going to get plenty of games for the xbox despite right. its current market position they're not like struggling at the very back end of something terrible like they're doing fine right so so that but the 32x was like the promise of some a cool new world of of gaming that had like four games <laughs> Right, right. Like they just never followed through on it. What was their game plan? We're ne- we're not gonna look. We're gonna stop making new consoles. Here's yeah. the 32x. Next, we'll stack another one on top of that. It's gonna be the 64x. When they made the 32x, and then made like the Nomad. Do you remember the Nomad? Oh, the Nomad. Love the Nomad. It was I a picked Genesis, up one for practically nothing. Portable Genesis. And it had yeah. and the battery life lasted seriously like four <laughs> minutes. It was awful. <laughs> but that's when I Sega started doing things. Where I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening over there at Sega. Something's getting funky. Doing? And then you know that was even before the Saturn and, and Dreamcast days. But uh, for me, the the long and the short of it is, if you're buying a console this year. A right. new console. This is going to blow people's minds because of all the arguing I've done over the last few days. <laughs> but if you're going to buy a brand new console, like out of the box, and you don't care about exclusives, buy the Xbox One X. Yeah, that's the hot hardware, man. That thing's going to top of the line, a hundred more dollars than is than is not competitor. Yeah, I mean, I totally uh, yes, and do right. it. Uh, there's no reason not to. I like that. If that's that's your future, if you have a, a, a nicely equipped PC already, probably don't buy either one. Right. If you, if you really like exclusive titles, you can't get someplace else, buy a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you would like to continue that tradition on a, on a more, you know, mainstream level, then get, I guess, get a PlayStation. But that's not my, I mean, my first choice right now is PC and Switch. Those are my two places I'm happiest right yeah, now. Yeah, That fulfills everything you need. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So hopefully those who are hearing this will stop calling me a <laughs> All right, because I'll I, back off on the butthole. They comments, think I'm huh? anti Microsoft. I'm not. I'm pro Microsoft. I'm not at all anti. Just why would you be anti American video game company? <laughs> why would you do that? I wouldn't I mean, be. I as a them. as a patriot. Yeah, I love why. Them. I love Bill Gates. I love. I didn't love Steve Ballmer. <laughs> he was kind of an idiot. But I like Satya Nadella. I like everybody there now. Like they're cool. I love Surface Pros. Surface stuff's really cool. 
Yeah, the Sturfus yeah. Studio is really awesome. It needs to speed up and not be so janky, but it's good. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to like. I like these guys. I like Xbox. 360 is my console of choice last generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want you guys to keep it up. That's all. All right, we're going to take a look at uh, a follow-up a bit on this IO Interactive thing. So the deal was Square Enix had dumped them and said, nah, right. we don't want to, we're divesting ourselves. And Get are, out, we heard you're putting stuff in the water cooler. Yeah, we heard <laughs> the Hitman team put something in the water cooler again. <laughs> and the Hitman IP was in question after we last spoke. We didn't know what that meant for them, uh, whether they'd be able to still make those, whether Square would just hold on to the name and nothing would ever get made again. This is especially after IO Interactive, a Danish studio, had such, I think, great success, at least critically, with the Hitman franchise recently. Mm-hmm. Those those episodic Hitman games were great. Awesome. Really, really good. So here's the deal. The uh, the studios come out saying that uh, they're good and they're going to get to keep making them. Uh, they left Square Enix. That is true. That withdrawal happened. But CEO Hacken Abrak. <laughs> Hacken Abrak. That's a, Hack on. Whoa, that, that loud. I don't know why I got loud. Hold on. I wasn't supposed to get loud like that. Uh, Hacken Abrak is his name. He wrote that uh, this is a watershed moment for our company. As of today, we have complete control over the direction of our studio and the Hitman IP. We are about to forge our own future, and it's cr- incredibly exciting. Mm. So, good news. I don't know if that means they'll get anything real quick, but. Right. Uh, Square's not just going to squat that name and never make another Hitman game. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm squatting it. Square Enix was like a no-show at this year. I feel like they, I mean, they, they showed were, that fishing game. That's about it, man. That fishing game was great. What are you talking about? The big beast fishing, Final Fantasy fishing beast game. Thing. Yeah, that was that was a casual gamer. I, I love it. You know what? There's not enough of that right now. We're missing, we're missing that dynamic. Yeah, but games. you have to have, well, it's all on mobiles where it is. Right. But you'd have to put you're, you'd have to have a VR headset for that. Yeah, and that's exactly the thing. I, I These games don't work unless you have a really cool peripheral, right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I like fishing games, so I, I'll admit I like fishing games. They're all right. I have a, a few iOS games I like that are fishing-related. <laughs> fishing-related game. And uh, I catch... Like Magikarp? Uh, you like that, that game. like a, that fishing game? You like a, that a little bit, that's Scott? That's not yeah. a game. It's not a game. It's a piece of poo. It's not a game. That game, are you still playing? You're not playing that, are you still? Oh, yeah, I'm still playing it. Oh, Brian. It's a poo yes, game. Yes. I'm a, not playing it as much as I'm making sure he's not dead. He's well, dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, done with that. So it's like a plant. You're you're treating right. it like a plant. I see. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm happy about this, though, because I really wanted to see what those guys did next. And it appears that what they'll do next is more Hitman. So... Uh, how can you argue with hitman i mean when we heard the first when we heard the news in the beginning we was like are you insane this Mm -hmm. is like one of the hottest ips out there as far as you know critical acclaim why would you let that go and so we found out what happened well probably just didn't sell very well my thinking and um, right you know square dumping them scared everybody but we're good now we're good everything will be fine oh i did i did notice that uh, you may not be able to buy the entire series of six episodes all at once for much longer and i don't know why that is there was something to talk about that on steam so if you want to get that whole experience now would be the time to pay the less money for it i think i paid like 24 bucks for the whole thing that's not bad it's great it's great it's some of the best value for gameplay i've ever had right uh i played it on pc you can get it on a console still um on either xbox one or playstation 4 Although xbox one x xbox one x isn't out yet but even those games should look better they say they claim that on stage you know all that's right? supposed you to... can't even you can't pre-order yet, right? The Xbox X. No, as far as nope. I know, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, well, they should do pre-orders at some point. Maybe Amazon does. We should check Amazon. What are they I'm doing now? Yeah, look it up. See if they do. If they've got anything, and if the prices look right, then we, maybe it's legit. Sometimes that stuff's weird, and it's like Chinese yeah. just distribution warehouses or something. Uh, Here we go. Uh, says suck it, suck it, and. More suck it. I don't see it anywhere. Suck it. Xbox One. Plenty of S's. X. They must go. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing here. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone. Oh, the other day they had that Elite wireless controller. You know the Elite uh, Xbox Elite controller. Oh yeah. They had that one. It's like 150 bucks. Yeah, it's 100. It's still that, but they had it for like on sale for 80. I was so tempted. What? I almost did it. I'll tell you, man. 
I over the years, mm-hmm. I, I I don't shy away from the deals on the controllers because almost every controller for all the consoles eventually gets support on PC. Yeah. So uh, I always have something to do with those things. Yep, totally. Uh, that way, is a great looking controller too, man. By the way, so let's see, Xbox One S two terabyte console. Hmm. Four hundred and seventy nine dollars. What? Why is this so high? Oh no, you know what that is. Oh, that's Xbox One S. No, oh. wait, no, that's still no. too high. Why is that so high? Yeah, that's the two terabyte version. So that one launch edition is available uh, last year. Hmm. I don't know why that one's so high. Let me see. PlayStation. I'm gonna look this up. PlayStation. Is it because 4. it's the two terabyte? Because you can buy those little. You can go other routes. You don't have to. Yeah, because the slim. Foolish. So the PlayStation Four Slim, which is like their version of the S. Right. Uh, 500 gig consoles, only 248. Oh, so something's something's yes. weird there. Yeah, this says 4K. Well, this is the blue. Is this the Blu-ray part of it? I don't know. What's I'm not sure. On. I don't get what. I'm not on. sure about this one. Yeah, something's fishy. But you know what? Things are fishy. <laughs> ah, especially uh, if you're Square Enix. <laughs> that's right. Ooh, this is a cool controller thing that'll help that stick not get worn off. I'd love the PlayStation 4 controller. I'd love it, love it, love it. But if your kids use it a ton, the left stick starts to oh. lose its uh, little ring there. Yeah. It. Oh, mine freaking has started tearing off. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? What yeah. are you, stop it. And they claim they're just playing it like normal, but I'm like, who's biting yeah. it or something? It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, here's your uh, second email. Oh, no, this is the first email. Sorry, I didn't even get to the first email, did I? Here you go. Good job. Here's an email. Oh, wait, did I play the music? No, I didn't. We need music. (laughs) All right, it's email time. Hello, Scott and Brian, says Jessica S., who sent an email. Hi, Jessica. She sent an email to boopshow at gmail.com. And she says this. Thank you so much for your coverage of the E3 E3 press conferences. She says, I love listening to it every year. I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the actual show this year and try out several of the games and view demos. The best experience I had out of all of those games, Sea of Thieves. This is the what? one I this is the one I'm most concerned about, yet I'm being told by many people I'm my concern is misplaced. Um, she says she got a good twenty minutes of hands on gameplay. It was absolutely delightful having your friend on a ship, everyone in uh, playing the part in the pirate crew, one of your friends getting drunk on deck and eating a banana. Uh, the way it should definitely not be eaten trying to solve a riddle uh, to find buried treasure battling crazy skeletons it was a blast sure it's cartoon like compared to skull and bones but I think that's part of its charm I have no problem with the art style the art style is great Uh, as my friends and I played the demo we couldn't help but laugh at each other and how fun it was Uh, and I'll give it to the guys at Rare they are listening to fans and the game is tailored to what they want they truly want this to be a fun pirate game uh, she says, I too, like you, Scott, love the naval missions in Assassin's Creed Black Flag and think that Skull and Bones will also be a fantastic game. But now having played Sea of Thieves a couple of times, I think it will be comparing apples to oranges. They're both going to be great pirate experiences and lots of fun. So I'm curious, what is it about Sea of Thieves that uh, you guys are not a fan of? Thanks again. Love the show. Um, I mean, I probably didn't explain it very well during our live coverage of the event. But to me, I just it wasn't clear what fun I was going to be have, having. Right. And that may the be point. just simply I need to play it like Jessica did. Right. From, from the visuals they showed at E3, uh, without hands-on, was just, it's just very, a hard, vague. Hard very vague. To, maybe it's just hard to demo. I don't know. Yeah, it may be because it's very vague. It's like uh, you were walking around and digging and sailing mm-hmm. and nothing much more. It felt, yeah, it felt like that. And it felt a little not done, and I don't know. There was something. About it's kind of it. like it's kind of like seeing the first demo of Minecraft. It's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, but then but, when you uh, get in, you're like, oh, stupid. this is great. Once you get in, yeah. And right. I, so maybe that's the case. That'd be great. I've been offered a, a beta key, so I'm gonna try. What? Yeah. Brian needs a beta key over here. Oh, Be- beta, beta begging. Beta begging. Beta begging. Um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we'll see. I want that to be uh, good also. I like Rare. Yes. I have a huge, I have a long history with Love and Rare, so. I thought you were going to say something else. Love and Rockets. Okay. Love and. No, you had something for Rare, rare meat. but yeah. Rare meat. Uh, rare. Here's an email from Tom Fury. Tom Fury, sorry. T-O-M-E oh. Fury. He says this, hey, Scott and Brian, a couple of years ago, I switched from World of Warcraft uh, to a console. <laughs> mm? I think that's funny. What? World of Warcraft was his, it, it almost makes I it sound like I guess the only reason to have a PC. Yeah. 
Uh, he says, I was torn between PlayStation 4 and Xbox, but ultimately went Xbox because I really liked Halo and Gears of War. And also because there is a wealth of games I had never played before and Xbox was actually doing something about it. Backwards compatibility was the linchpin of my decision. In reference to a recent interview, how is it possible that Sony doesn't see the value of their old legacy games? It seems that everyone talks about how great it would be to play PS1 and PS2 games. Why doesn't Sony capitalize on that? Thanks. You guys are awesome. Tome Fury. Uh, 100% with uh, with Tome Fury here. I don't right. know why. I think I know why. They're in the lead, and that right. makes you... The word isn't lazy, but it makes you not... You're not going to you're not gonna do stuff you don't have to do because it costs money, and it takes work, and it's whatever. Um, also, they have like three subscription types already. Adding a fourth would be weird, so it would have to maybe be rolled into something. It's already kind of weird on Xbox where you have Xbox Live, you have Xbox uh, Games... What's it called? The new one that's like Netflix, sort of? Yeah. Uh, um, games. Oh. Games you want to play. Game deal. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix game deal. <laughs> I can't remember. Whatever it is. Game Pass. Game Pass. That's it. Oh, yeah. Game Pass. Yes, so yes. that stuff can get kind of confusing. And so maybe that's part of the reasoning. But I, who was it the other day that said, was it Patrick? Somebody was using this this old saying where once you cut off your enemy's leg, all you have to do now is lean on the wound. Nah. And and in some right. ways that's what Sony's doing. They're just leaning on their their wound or in this case their lead. Right, right. And they don't feel the need to jump out. Now when they did that interview and said, you know, we don't think people care about backwards compatibility, I think that was ignorant and dumb. Yeah. I don't that- understand that thinking because I would love a service where I could get especially right. PS2 games. I think PS1 and- Stuff and this is a this is a this is a place where you're failing in your research. Mm-hmm. Uh, research to them says people people's activity. They're seeing data that says people's activities does not represent that they actually are going to use the backwards compatibility compared to what they're playing from the current pool. Right. However, right. the desire that people have for that feature is really, really high. Mm-hmm. So we want it as consumers, whether yeah. or not the statistics say that we're going to use it or not is, is the point is moot. Yeah. We want, we want it. And if they get so the it, money either way, then what, what right. do they care? I mean, they doing, they're going to be doing some of this with their streaming service. Well, that's the other one you have to pay, play PlayStation now. Right. Where you watch, where you play old games, but they're streamed. Like that's fine. And maybe that's where they're going to do it. But I think a lot of people just like to straight up download something and play it and not worry about some streaming thing where their internet connection is such an important part of it. So so for me, if I were Sony, I would do something like Game Pass um, or or even like Virtual Console from Nintendo where I can just go buy these titles individually. But why they don't want to do it, I don't know. It's it's like I say, I think it's a combination of leaning on that wound, but also um, maybe they just internally, they just... They think those numbers, and here's the other thing: you were talking about how they have numbers that show maybe people use uh, or aren't aren't using uh, opportunities to play the older games more than newer games, but but they're basing that data on a, a model that already gives people very few classic games, so they don't right. really know because they haven't done the backwards compatibility thing to, to start with. I mean, the PS3 sort of had backwards compatibility for the first model, and then that support got dropped, so PlayStation Two stuff ran for a while. Um, and I'm sure they have data from that, but I don't, I think we're in a different time. I think people think, right. you know, people are way more into going back now than they were 10 years ago. Oh, absolutely. Cause we used to, we used to want to go back to a very specific decade and now we're wanting to go back to multiple decades. Mm-hmm. Now we're, we have this whole library of, of video games we want to go back to. Yeah. It's getting there. It's getting there. I so I mean, it's it, look, compared to Netflix. I mean, if Netflix was nothing but movies from 2014 and on those would probably be they probably have the best movies from 2014 and on Mm -hmm. but we would all be like but where is back to the future or movies that we love back in the day yeah that's exactly a good comparison so i i feel like sony will have to get there one way or the other i think it will eventually be a demand not just a convenience Mm -hmm. and i think tome fury is absolutely right and i think microsoft has made the right choice there especially in their their uh, catch-up position, I think, to offer as many of those kinds of features as possible is a good thing. And it's squarely focused on games, which is also nice. Right. Uh, thanks for the email, Tome Fury. Thank you for the email, Jessica. Anytime you guys want to email us, we'll take those emails right here 
at boopshow at gmail.com. All right, time for us to get out of here. Before we get do, out. Before we do, though, I should mention a few things. Like, uh, there will be, let's see, next week there will be a show. The weekend after that, probably not, although there is a big games. So that's Nerdtacular weekend is why I'm saying that. And mm-hmm. that weekend, there is a big games panel thing we're putting together. And that will be live streamed. And I'll probably put the, uh, the content from that up uh, after the event's over up on this feed. So if you were hoping to get that, you'll definitely get that. But there will not be like a normal show then. But, but next Saturday, yes, there will be a new show. Brian and I will get together and make it happen. Uh, so there's like a little PSA there. Uh, if you want to get more information about the show or all the links and archives and everything else you need, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Again, our email is boopshow at gmail.com. On Twitter, boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. Uh, the show's music provided by the Schnauzer Radio Orchestra. Brian, anything else you want to add to today's uh, Absolutely. proceedings? Absolutely. Head on over to our subreddit, uh, boopshow. Uh, we have a few of the articles we read today were uh, keyed to us by none other than Captain Kipper. Mm. Thanks, Captain Kipper. That guy always contributing and everything. He's everywhere. Right, so get up there and help us out. Yeah, he's everywhere you want to be, that guy. Uh, what else? You can support the show by uh, going to the Patreon as well, patreon.com slash frogpants. Or you can just buy stuff on the store, frogpants.com slash store. We'll get you there for that. Can I get a t-shirt? You can get a t-shirt. You can get a sweatshirt. Can I get a cup? Hoodie, cup, mugs, prints. Uh, condoms? No, not condoms. <laughs> uh, we don't believe in safe sex here on the Friends right. Network. Uh, many I, things. I kept from getting pregnant with my boop show condom. <laughs> Ooh, you know what sound that makes, don't you? When you put the boop show condom on, you want to mm-hmm. hear? Here's the sound. Whoops, I didn't make. They didn't do it loud enough. Hold on. Here it is. Yeah, see, like that's, that that's what it sounds like when uh, the condom fails. Actually, oh. but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Keep your, yeah. keep your reservoirs tight, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for being here. and Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Until then, take care. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.